What's up? What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Anything Goes podcast. I'm out here with your boy, Anything Goes. I'm joking. This is your boy, Subtly Artistic, a.k.a. Pablo. And it's me, your boy, Shuba, a.k.a. Not Shuba. Back at it again with the young, sexy hotness. So how you been doing, bro? How you been enjoying your week? Uh, dude, I've been procrastinating on YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. I had Eric do the cuts video for me because I'm like, hey, this will make my week a little bit easier. I can get my video out. I didn't make work on my video. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I watched the the movie I watched. I mean, it's the easy okay. part. Yeah, <laughs> watch watching the movie. the movie, it is the easy part. But I, I saw that there was, like, this movie trending on Netflix called Army of Thieves. Mm. And I, as far as the trailer makes it out to be, it's like, there is a zombie apocalypse going on, but there's this group of people that want to go rob multiple banks while everybody's uh, distracted. And I was like, huh, this seems like a weird, wonky idea I've never heard of. Does it make sense why the dollar is still currency when oh, yeah, there's a zombie would- apocalypse? But whatever, I've never seen this premise before. And then like, I was about to watch it to you know start reviewing it, and I noticed that it has a prequel. Or not a prequel, rather. It's, it's a, another movie. In the series. Yeah, it's called Army of the Dead. The thing is, both of the movies came out this year, hmm. like four months apart. Okay, so... <laughs> so, they don't have the same director. Um, so, the original, it's called The, the Army of the Dead. Mm-hmm. It was directed by Z- Zack Snyder. And I think The Army of Thieves was directed by some French director. And... I was like, fuck, I, I'll watch the the original, see if it get, Because, you know, sometimes you need to watch the original. The first one to this. see if the, the sequel has, uh, what is it? Or it might have a narrative elements in the sequel that you need the first one to And so in my head, out. in my head, I was thinking, like, fuck, is the first movie just going to be, like, 28 Days Later type beat? Mm. And then the prequel, for some reason, is a heist? And I go into it, I'm like, no, this one's also ice, too. <laughs> oh, so I'm like, I mean, it doesn't really make too much sense reviewing two, two other movies, movies. Of th- that are the same on the same video. Wait, so one of them is a heist during a zombie outbreak. Is the other one just a regular no, heist? they're both during... Okay. To clue you in on the premise of the movie, as far as the original describes it, there's these this group of soldiers that are transporting something out of Area 51, and they don't know what the fuck it is. And and what they're in a convoy with mm-hmm. like four cars, one in front, two in the back, and the and a bed truck that has the container in it. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it is, right? Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening is that there's this newlywed couple that also happens to be like driving down the highway in in fucking. Um, uh, the Nevada desert. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the girl's like, hey, I got a surprise for you. And she starts sucking his dick. <laughs> and the <laughs> boy gets fucking distracted and swerves off the road. And as the convoy is coming up. And so it's so dumb because the, the truck up front, the one instead of like kind of like taking the hit so the oh, container doesn't get damaged, just- they swerve out of the way. And the fucking car hits the bed truck and it fucking explodes. And so, um, what ends up happening is that inside the container, it's like the, the zombie. A- it's like the apex alpha of zombies, essentially. And any person that he turns into a zombie mm. becomes an alpha, which are like stronger, faster, smarter kind of yeah. thing. And then any uh, any is any alpha if they bite someone, they're just like a. I forget what they call them, scramblers. I think they are. Which Little is beta like, bitches. Like just dumb, no mm. no brain. They just 
eat whatever right yeah and uh the whole movie uh, like i refer to the apex alpha as the sigma oh uh, the sigma male <laughs> yeah sigma. the chads uh but essentially what happens is that the sigma and the alpha because he kills all the fucking soldiers mm-hmm. and he turns them on essentially they head to las vegas because like right next to it and they infect everybody and uh las vegas gets like surrounded with a bunch of containers so the zombies can't get out Oh, like quarantined essentially and, yeah yeah and while the the whole se- intro sequence is like starting they're setting up like john batista and like because he joined the ar- the army i think mm-hmm. to help evacuate Wait, batista's in this or sorry not john batista dave batista's name right oh yeah and yeah he's in the movie he's the main character and they set his crew up because uh, they were all together in the army and then it goes into the movie but essentially from what i think happened because i haven't seen the prequel mm-hmm. is while all the evacuation in las vegas is going over the zombie apocalypse yeah. and everybody's eyes is on that the one of the characters that helps with the heist in the second movie is helping another group of people like rob three different banks throughout europe mm-hmm. and then he's like so oh, no. i don't know how much of this movie of the prequel has actual zombies because I think they're just using the zombies that are in Vegas as a distraction. Okay. Because it wouldn't make sense otherwise because as far as the movie shows us, there's only zombies in Vegas. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess at that point, then it might make sense to steal the money. Because if it was like zombies all across America, then the dollar wouldn't be worth anything. Yeah. But if you can steal like 50 million, 20 million and get it outside of the zombie infested area, then you're good. The thing is, like, the the trailer for the prequel, Army of Thieves, made it seem like made it seem like another zombie movie, but I think it's just a heist movie. Yeah. A Listen, heist movie with a couple zombies is the it's, bad guys. It's fucking Ocean's Eleven with extra steps. Yeah, it's Ocean's Eleven, but they're gamblers or zombies. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, there's that. And, like, I watched the movie once. And the, both of the movies are fucking long, dude. Like, like two, two hours, hours and a half. Why? What? I don't know why. There's so much shit that could have been cut out. Mm-hmm. There's just like so much unnecessary shit in the movie. Obviously, I talk about everything. Yeah. You know. I feel like it's. I honestly, dude. Yeah. I feel like. I feel like I could cut my script in half and it still makes sense. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you could turn that movie into a thirty-minute video and it would still be completely out. But I don't know. The thing is, like, the is movie it? is bad, but it's kind of pog at the same time. Because, okay, like, things just happen, but there's fucking blood everywhere, and it's fucking awesome. So, just zombies exploding? But you said there's not really many zombies. So, is it, like, them killing oh, no, other in people? The, in, the okay. first, in the first one, there's hella zombies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no. There's only zombies in Vegas. Mm. But they had to head into Vegas because they're robbing a casino. Yeah. So, essentially, like, uh, Scott, which is the character Dave Batista plays... He gets approached by this casino owner and he tells him, hey, in the in the safe in my casino, there's two hundred million dollars. Get a crew together and rob the rob it because it's already insured by the U.S. government. OK, so, uh, yeah. And you you and your crew can split 50 million mm-hmm. and the rest will come to me. And so they have, they're going in. OK. And the so. thing is, they can't be dropped in because there's some stupid air restriction where helicopters helicopters can't go in, but they can come out. Oh. Which, like... They and then, to... coincidentally, there's a helicopter on the roof, casino roof. Oh, just waiting to take them out. Yeah. 
I mean, I feel like, like there's some shit that just happens, and you're like, "What? Why?" I feel like a lot of heist movies are that way. Everything seems to coincidentally kind of work out to help the heisters get away. Like some bullshit that would never work in a billion years works three times in a row. And the thing is, like towards the end of the movie, so Scott has his estranged daughter. Uh, he, he thinks he became estranged from like his daughter hates him because uh, Scott had to put out a put like put down his wife because she got infected. Yeah. And she kind of saw it all unfold, and he thinks he hates her because of that. But it's revealed that she, like, has resentment towards him because, like, after it all happened, like, he closed himself up emotionally and didn't Uh, offer any support and then eventually, like, abandoned her. Yeah. And uh, her whole arc is that her friend who has kids, because she's a volunteer at this quarantine camp. Mm-hmm. for las vegas right yeah and people that are being quarantined just to make sure that they're not infected are in this camp and she makes a friend there who has two kids and uh um the friend pays like gets this coyote to fucking get her inside mm-hmm. and originally she had argued with uh, kate scott's daughter about it because she's like yo you're gonna get yourself killed Mm-hmm. And she's like, I need it. I'm just going into like crack open us like a slot machine and use the money to be able to get my kids out of the quarantine camp and get them, give them a better life. Yeah. And she ends up sneaking in there. So that's why Kate joins Scott and his crew in there. Mm-hmm. And while everybody's distracted, she fucks off and goes on her own to re- like because the 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 Sigma is like keeping the her friend, her friend Gita and. Mm-hmm. Two of Gita's Gita. friends. Yeah, that's, that's her name. She's, like, Indian. Okay. Her friend Gita and two of her friends in their hideout, which is in the Olympus Hotel or Casino, whatever the hell it is. Is that a real? I don't think I, I don't know. I haven't been in Vegas in so long. Yeah. But um, essentially, she figures this out, and while they're not paying attention, she sneaks away from them. And that's at the same time, like, because of other things that happen during the movie, all the, all the alphas and all the other zombies are like rush the casino that they're at and they're yeah. like they can't even go chase after her because they're like dealing with all the zombies <laughs> eventually kate reaches the hotel and she rescues gita and like fends off a few um a few zombies and at some point like after like all the people have died pretty much like of the original crew yeah the only two people that are left are uh the helicopter uh, oh, the helicopter is a character. The helicopter, <laughs> character no. the helicopter pilot and Scott. Okay. And the helicopter pilot is stays at the, in the helicopter while Scott goes and looks for Gita and Kate. Mm-hmm. And he heads down there and happens to like they, they're like stuck outside like the uh, the stair doors, which he's able to get open before the Sigma reaches them. Mm-hmm. He hits them with a with a, ro- a grenade launcher shot, and. Um, they all head up into the to the roof, and as they're flying away, the Sigma catches up and jumps on the helicopter, and Scott and the and the Sigma Alpha, start yeah. you know one v oneing, and Scott's trying to shoot him and accidentally shoots the pilot in the shoulder, and as this is going on, like the pilot and Gita realize that the nuke is all, all it's, on it's, its, it's on its way to Vegas, and when the nuke hits, it blind blind uh well. Before the nuke, as the nuke is about to hit, the Sigma bites Scott in the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And then the nuke hits and it blinds the Sigma. And it fucking, like, uh, gives Scott an opportunity to blow his brains. And then for some reason, like, the impact of the nuke makes him crash. And the helicopter blade goes through the pilot's sh- uh, and she fucking dies. 
And then for some reason, the friend Gita is gone and no one brings it up. Oh, she just, doesn't even acknowledge it. Just disappeared? She okay. just does not show up after <laughs> the crash at any point, And it's not mentioned why. And like as Scott is like dying and turning, she's like, use this money to rescue uh, to get her kids to safety. But the like, yeah, but where is she? Where is she? That's yeah. the, like the, <laughs> the ultimate question. Like, where the fuck is she? And then he like fucking turns. Mm. And then, so the the way that they set up the sequ- the the sequel is there's there's like this kind of like group of. Uh, so remember I told you that there's a guy that shows up in the prequel. He's like a safe cracker. Yeah. He's kind of like a wuss. He doesn't really know how to shoot zombies. Mm-hmm. And him and then one of the, the guys that's in the original Cruise of Scott, his name is Vandero, Vanderho. Vander. And they call him Van for short. So at the beginning, Vanderho has like some disdain for Dieter because he's like too soft and he thinks he's going to get them all killed. Mm-hmm. And when they get to the point where he cracks open the safe, because it's like this safe that has like a randomized like mechanism and if they fuck up twice it locks forever okay so and so when he finally gets it open like but throughout the whole movie they're like slowly slowly growing attached and Mm -hmm. at that point they're like friends and when they get jumped down because the safe is in the basement okay and they're like there's like a bunch of zombies coming at them in like this hall and eventually like van vanderho and is one viewing the sigma and as he's about to fucking get murked he uh uh Dieter, the safe cracker, distracts the, 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 the Sigma, Sigma and uses the opportunity to throw Dieter in the safe. And he's, he's about to lock them both into the safe. The Sigma comes out and pulls Dieter out. And then, it, like, whatever happens to him is just incon- inconclusive. Oh, just rip. You know Homeboy just got smashed, though. Maybe. I mean, he's Pro- in the prequel, so they're probably, they might be setting him up. Mm-hmm. But he's probably my favorite character. Oh, anyways, the way that they set up for the sequel is after the explosion from the nuke, Van comes out of the of the safe holding like millions and millions of do- dollars from the safe, <laughs> and he ends up taking this private plane. And as like he, he gets like the stewardesses to take a, a drink with mm-hmm. him, and then he gets like all woozy, and they ask him, "Are you okay?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm fine." And he goes to the bathroom just to see that he has he got bit. Ooh. I think by the sigma. Yeah. So and wait, he, like the movie, like the last line is him just looking at himself in the mirror saying fuck wait do that people that get bit by sigma they're like stronger and faster they still keep some of their uh a little bit a little bit okay like they can't talk but they have like mental mental capacity yeah okay like that's what like a lot of the things that in the movie i really like Mm -hmm. like the fact that there is like a zombie horse and a zombie tiger like I've never seen zombie oh, animals, animals, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was like, dude, this is such a fucking crazy, awesome premise, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But like then there's other things that are in there. Like towards the end of the movie, like right before they get assaulted, they randomly decide to introduce that one of the heist, like one of uh, Scott's teammate, no, yeah. one of the, one of his teammates from the army, uh, a lady by the name of Maria, mm-hmm. out of the blue, like she had, like they start flirting, and then she confesses that she's doing the heist for him. And then when he go when he figures out Kate is leaving and he decides to go look after her mm-hmm. or look for her, she's like, "Oh, I'm coming with you." And he's like, "Okay, thanks." And at the same moment, the elevator dings and and like the door opens and a zombie comes down and just fucking snaps her neck. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just, just things, things just happen, bro. Yeah, bro, it just pops out of nowhere. Oh, but that should that sounds kind of fire if I'm gonna be honest, because I feel like a lot of zombie movies it's just run hide kill a couple zombies hide oh the zombies are on their way we gotta hide somewhere else. So. Dude, the crazy part is like, 
after she dies, Scott has like 20 alphas like running mm-hmm. towards him and he 1v20s him <laughs> with, with only a knife. <laughs> he just starts fucking clobbering them and stabbing mm-hmm. them in the head. Yeah. It's just, you know, some, some The Rock shit. You know, oh, no, yeah, you know how The Rock has superpowers in Fast oh, yeah. and the Furious? He just sla- he He's like, kind of like that. Okay. I mean, Batista was always one of my favorite wrestlers, to be honest. So it's it's hard to believe that he would lose to less than 300 zombies. Less, you know? than, 300. less than 300 alphas. <laughs> <laughs> but the Sigma got him, dude. Oh, Sigma. I mean, you can't beat a Sigma, bro. Shit, you're right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? A, sorry, that was like so <laughs> convoluted and long. Mm-hmm. What about you, dude? What have you been up to? Wait, can we pause real quick? I gotta take the f- juiciest dump right now. This shit has been like destroying me. As soon as you said record, it just it was like I gotta go. <laughs> okay. Oh okay, my okay. god, I'm so sorry. I gotta go, guys. Well, a thing happened, guys. You guys may notice we're wearing different clothes. I'm, I'm wearing everything else. Actually, wait. I think I might be wearing different shoes and different sweater. But these are the same pants, bro. Still got the same cum stain from last time. <laughs> Shit. So, uh, we actually had to cut the the recording from yesterday short. Because what, what, what uh, went from being a little bathroom visit turned out to Shuba having possible... Like, Stomach food issue, po- bro. Like, almost food poisoning. Yeah. So he, I had to drop this boy off. What, he was like gagging the whole time. Yeah, bro. It was, it was like we we were all like worried about him. We we're like, yo, this man's fucking dying, dude. <laughs> well, I died and I came back even better than ever, as you can see. <laughs> and then so. I just got off work and it's like it's like ten o'clock, which is a lot later than what we usually record, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I went. I, I stopped by McDonald's before I came. We, uh, I came home. Um, yeah, it might have been a bad decision because a- it fucked me up <laughs> royally. <laughs> uh, but, got the squirts, bro. You got the you dropping off some barbecue sauce at the tank. You know it, dude. This there was too much fuel in the in the ga- in the <laughs> tank, dude. Someone was leaking. Too much gamer sauce, bro. Uh, too much. Too much gamer mm. sauce. Oh my god! If McDonald's made a gamer sauce, what, what would gamer sauce taste like if they were it's to a make Szechuan sauce? Is, is it Szechuan <laughs> with like a little bit of monster? You know, a little <laughs> bit of energy, <laughs> a little caffeine. You know, because you know every single Rick and Morty fan is a gamer. Oh, uh, absolutely! Yeah, th- I mean, with an IQ that high, like you, it's wasted yeah, not game, playing games. There. Every single Rick and Morty fan is a pro esports player. Everybody mm-hmm. knows this. No, pro Valorant or no, they. They're no, probably they're, they're not. They're just playing like some Roblox. random mobile mobile <laughs> game. Roblox on tablet. <laughs> Roblox. They're pro. Uh, they're pros on uh, Squid Games on Roblox. Oh, crab games, bro. C- crab oh games. my god, crab game. <laughs> oh, shut up, dude. Crab games, bro. No, fuck off. Uh, it's all about that Squid Game on Roblox, dude. I know that it's actually kind of hard. Just actually watching people get murked in the red light, green light, or murking people standing behind them and pushing them. In which game? The red light, green light first. Uh, the crab games. Oh. Oh, I mean, any of them, because you can just push people in all of them. So <laughs> <laughs> it'll just be standing behind somebody, and you be like, yoink, yoink, and then they just get hit. But so the thing in the in the show is like, if you stand behind someone, like they you can the- kind of move without the thing telling. If you're covered, no, or something like that? I think so. Or I think it will hit the person in front of you. Like, because the bullets are <laughs> Yo, coming from in front. You just stand behind someone and you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you get the person in front of you just clacked immediately. <laughs> Easy, dude. You look for the, the most uh, 
the 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 likely winner you stand behind him and you start moving when it goes red light yeah i mean that's what they did or that's what i watched someone do in crab games so they would just walk up behind people like when it was green light they wouldn't go forward they would look for someone to pass them and would stand behind them when it turned red light and then just push them so next green light they'd move on to the next victim homie killed like six people in red light green light hey, people are savages eh? I mean, you gotta get the. It's you gotta do what you gotta do you to gotta get the get chicken, dinner. chicken <laughs> dinner. <laughs> Cause you um, know, a Squid Game is just a battle royale with more people. Mm-hmm. It's a battle royale with extra steps. Yeah, it's just more rules. <laughs> it's Jesus. So, back where we left off on the other podcast. <laughs> yeah, how was your week going? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I started off with your week. I mean, it was going real good up until yesterday. <laughs> Let's just say Peptol Bismol goes tastes better going down than it is coming up. <laughs> but uh, other than that, my car broke down again. Okay. So I fixed it again. So what was it this time? So um, there's a little like you know how like it's a manual, so it has the shifter. So mine it has like exposed like it has a connector that attaches to the transmission using like a little like special pin. You're using fucking rubber bands at this point. <laughs> I, I might as well. But this pin is called the bitch clip in the community because it's a bitch to get off and on. Like, it's in the worst position, and it's the worst way to kind of remove it. So that came unhooked while I was driving. So I had to put that back on so I could shift out of fifth because I was stuck in fifth the entire time. Fuck. You know, I, I think with the Mini Cooper that my dad used to have, he had, like, this issue every time he tried to get an oil change because mm-hmm. they have, like, the the oil filter is set in such a place that you have to take out two whole car parts Uh just to get to it like it's like two whole car parts and then like a panel i think Mm -hmm. and then you can touch the (laughs) get the oil filter out. so it it takes like super long to do an oil change on the car or at least it would Mm -hmm. and then what is it i think for subarus it's like a three-hour job just to change one tail light you gotta like remove the rear carpet. You gotta unbolt the like the side paneling. You gotta drop the rear tire. It's like a whole bunch of shit. Just you, to... you, you want to switch your high beams. You have to unassemble your car. People just say just get a hammer, smash the light out, change the bulb, and then get whatever tape you need to cover the lights. Because <laughs> it's easier that way, bro. Well, I mean, it's always easier to break it and put tape on it. Yeah. But, I mean... I mean, my car, it's just, like, I pop the trunk. I just, like, unscrew one thing, and they're all right there. Other people... <laughs> one day, it's a, it's one day you're going to be, like, unscrewing something, and your whole car is just <laughs> going to disassemble. <laughs> I mean, it's a possibility. Like, every single part individually is just going to come off. <laughs> I know somebody's going to look at my car. They're going to look at... What's that one bolt doing there? It's like, that holds everything together. Don't touch the <laughs> Don't bolt. touch it. <laughs> But oh man, I did one time come like I went like I had my lights on like you know how if you turn your headlights like you're you have the dale like you have the running tail lights. Mm-hmm. So I was like, why is only one of my tail lights running? So I popped the trunk to see what happened, and my little tail light carrier on the inside had fallen in. So it was just like uh, what is it? Pulp Fiction opening the briefcase, but instead of yellow light, it was red light of my entire trunk glowing. Fuck, <laughs> uh, dude. Yeah. But, you know, having a project car is fun. You know, you spend $5,000 fixing an and issue. And it still doesn't work. <laughs> and then a $6,000 issue pops up. Or you'll spend $500 buying parts, and then you'll find out that it was a $3 thing that broke, and that's all you needed to replace. 
You're like, well, fuck, I spent a, a grand on this, and it still doesn't work. Yeah. So I'm just going to per se I lost that grand, and I'm not going to put the new parts in. So I'm just going to keep them on a shelf for when I need them and just be out the money, bro. <laughs> Saves the effort of putting them in. <laughs> That's how every mechanic starts. <laughs> <laughs> That's why mechanics have all these hoarded parts that they don't use. I have so many, like, brand new inbox parts just waiting to be put in. That just... If I sold it all or if I returned it, I I could probably get, like, five or six hundred. And it's just, like, sitting there waiting to be put in. It's just... It's like, uh... But you know how it is, bro. It's like, you only fix it enough for it to work. Like, you have everything you need to get it, like, almost perfect. But you, like, anytime... Something breaks, you're like, oh, fuck it, unless it's something you really need. Like, the gear, gear changing, obviously, I fucking needed that. I'm stuck in fifth gear. I'm not going anywhere. But I'm like, my door thing, it's kind of busted. and eh, whatever. Uh, my car keeps cutting out sometimes. and eh, whatever. But <laughs> it's just how it is. God damn, dude. Yeah, you'll understand one day when you grow up and get a project car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You sound like those people that buy a fucking Honda and just gut it. Uh-huh. And then they, they slap on $2,000 rims and call it a day. <laughs> oh, and they fucking, they put they change the mufflers, which is loud as fuck. Oh, yeah, and they it drill sa- the back muffler. <laughs> it sounds like a fucking uh, lawnmower. I mean, that's my car does kind of sound like that, bro. But your car does not sound like that because <laughs> of the muffler. <laughs> It's it's almost there, I feel. Because the previous owner, like, chopped the exhaust off, chopped the catalytic converter off. Like, I looked underneath, and I'm like... Why would you take the catalytic converter out? Because, like, with older cars, like, the converter, it, it's kind of a restriction. So, it doesn't let the exhaust gases through as well. So, it could impede, like, horsepower. Like, maybe, like, five horsepower. But, I mean, this car has, like, a hundred horsepower to begin with, so... Dude, there's, like, this ramping... Like, there's, like, this crazy issue at work. Like, uh, our, like sometimes we have to park our work vehicles outside of the warehouse mm-hmm. and there's not like the security is like super lax there oh. and like people will come and like drill holes into the fuel tank. Oh, to steal gas? And then cut the catalytic converter. <laughs> Yo. I mean, yeah, I think somebody stole my dad's catalytic converter. They like got under the car and just chopped that shit off. Cause we like started the car the next morning and this shit sounded like, <laughs> yeah, it sounded like a fucking NASCAR car, bro. It was so much fun just like driving it with. It's because it was it was like my first day at this warehouse, mm-hmm. and uh, they're like, "Yo, uh, your car's outside," and I was like, "All right, bet." And I step outside, mm-hmm. I turn it on, and it's just loud as fuck. I'm like, "Hmm, that's interesting." That doesn't sound right. So I call the car guy for the for the company that mm-hmm. I work for. I'm like, "Yo, is this supposed to sound like this?" <laughs> He's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving over here. Let me check it out. And he checks. Like, as I'm backing out, like, I I didn't notice, but mm-hmm. I hit, like, uh, a gas can. Like, oh, a dairy can. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were they just left the gas there. Uh, they stole the gas and just <laughs> so left. So, that shit just spilled all over. And I had to go. I don't know if you've seen my, my Nikes, but they have, like, a brown staining on the bottom. It's because mm-hmm. I stepped on the oil or the uh, gas, and that shit got absorbed into the... The shoes. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when we worked at that pest control company both worked at, there is the trucking company, or I don't know what company they were, but they had all those, like, big box trucks, and apparently somebody had tried to, like, steal the gas, but instead of, like, drilling the gas tank, they, like, cut the filler tube, too, so they stole the gas, but every time you try to fill it up, it would just leak gas from the filler neck to the gas tank, <laughs> so homeboy just duct tape 
tits. Like, he came to our office and was like, yo, can you guys, you guys got any tape? I need to fix my car. So I'm like, whoa, wait, what? Homeboy's like, yeah, they cut my filler tube. I gotta duct tape it together. God um, damn, dude. People, people are different, dude. People are just built different. God. No, it wasn't even duct tape. It was like the clear, like packing tape too. Oh, like fuck. that stuff the, that the doesn't stick stuff to that anything. Do anything. It yeah. only sticks to your clothes and your hands. But the moment you try to put it on anything, it just completely lets go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The second you touch it, it just comes off. Yeah. Unless it's been there for like three years. Yeah, then it's never it, coming. It's never coming <laughs> off. Yeah. It's become one with whatever it's attached to. But dude, there's this one thing that I wanted to talk to you about. Did you hear about the scam that that like the bit scam that happened on Twitch? No. Okay. I'm, so I'm when all I up in any scam, any way that I can scam people out of money, I'm fucking. Oh, interested bro! In. Before before we move on, did you see <laughs> that meme? Okay, you see Nathan for you, right? Yeah, I've seen a few episodes. <laughs> uh, um, is it the chili? No, 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 no. It's like uh, it's like uh, Nathan is pitching like NFTs. Oh, <laughs> we take one. pictures and we sell it to people for large amounts of money. <laughs> That's. I mean, isn't that what a photographer does, bro? <laughs> but, but like, like you know, like the NFT, yeah. mm-hmm. it's like just pitching the <laughs> idea, <laughs> just completely deadpan. Oh. Um. So basically, what happened? And for the bitcoins, or not Bitcoin, for the Twitch Bit scam. So when I heard about it, I heard it like from like I think I miss might have misunderstood, but I thought it was originally with Koreans, mm-hmm. but it might have just been with like Turkish streamers. Mm. So what happened was a lot of big, like not even big streamers, a lot of like small to medium size. Well, I I don't know. At what point you start considering yourself a mid tier streamer? Is that when you have like fifty? I'd say like fifty. I'd say consistently a hundred streamers, like then viewers, like, is that then like, like low to mid streamers where Twitch found them that they were like making like two thousand dollars like a month mm-hmm. off of bits. Yeah, with like like small viewer counts, and then they they did research on it. The whole thing that happened was there's this one person mm-hmm. or one group that was reaching out to them, saying, "Hey." Uh, we got this like bit farming um, bot uh, that gets bits into these accounts. Well, we can't put them directly into our accounts, but we'll don't throughout the month we'll donate large amounts of bits to you, mm-hmm. and then you just have to give you have, uh, you can get the uh, you can keep twenty five percent and just send us the, rest the rest on PayPal or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, for these people, like, the amounts that they were going to be getting is, like, life-changing. Yeah. From my understanding, like, $2,000 in Turkish goes, like, a really long way. Yeah. And so they're like, all right, fuck it, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they were doing it. Some people obviously getting more because they have a bigger fan base, right? Yeah. But what it really was, it, first of all, like, even, like, the bit farming is kind of, like, scam. Oh, yeah, for, like, the watching ads. Yeah, because that's stealing, essentially. I mean, but at the same time, you know, fuck ads, bro. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, then, it is, it is essentially what stealing. it ended up actually being is that they were like, like stealing, stealing cards? credit cards oh, okay, yeah. and using those to buy bits on like random, like, yeah, some random people's credit cards. You know, like, yeah, using the random cards to r- just buy some random, uh, bit, random amount of bits on random accounts and then donating, the, donating them to these streamers. Mm-hmm. And then they were making a profit off of that. 
Okay. And uh, it became so big, like, so rampant of an issue that, like, big streamers were, like, going on, like, net, like news broadcasts on, on Turkish mm-hmm. media just to talk about it. Okay. So like, it, it was a big deal. Because I think, I think overall it, it was over $10 million. I mean, that's of what they found. It yeah, could have been even more, to mm-hmm. be honest. Because I know um, websites like GTA, like he reselling websites, that, that's also kind of an issue is that people will use like stolen credit cards and buy like games or things like that to like to get keys and they'll, they'll send and then they'll sell them on websites like G2A or King Win or whatever to kind of make money. So, I mean, there's scammers going to scam, bro. Any yeah. way that they can find is a way, but. I mean, but damn, like I'd say it is kind of worth it though. Two thousand a month getting getting that cash. I mean, I guess you you said you keep a quarter of it, so five hundred. But that's mm. still and then quite a lot. Now that they found it out, I think Twitch has gone banned a bunch of these streamers mm-hmm. for for obviously yeah. But the thing th- is, like a lot of them like didn't know and they were disparate positions. So it's kind of like it's kind of like a morality kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like. You know, a lot of people that are poor, they steal out of necessity. Yeah. But these people did not realize that they were, like, stolen credit cards. And most of them wouldn't have done it otherwise. Mm-hmm. I mean, but... <laughs> when you... You, you can't got, really say... When like, you, got, you can't know one way or the other. Because yeah. I feel like if Twitch or, I guess, in, like, situations like this, if you let an exception go, isn't that kind of just... Yeah. fueling the fire for the next group of people being like oh but you let these people get away with it i i promise i didn't know anything this Please is, let uh, me get this away is with a modern too. case of the nigerian prince oh yeah oh man <laughs> nigerian prince scams i can't believe like people like fall for that they still fall for them to this day I mean, do they have they switched to like discord bro you get discord messages well, from not nigerian like princes like or is like emails people, yeah just old old people that are especially like senile people stay falling for those. Oh yeah, then they also like fall for like the the telemarketer scams and like the. There's phone like calls. so many scams, like so many scams. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you watch like the YouTube videos of the guy that like um, like you know those like tell, like the Indian like scammers like they'll call you being like oh like your computer was hacked or blah oh, blah yeah, blah. Oh yeah, that he like back like. Like, he like hacks their shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, like, fucks their shit up. Yeah, fuck those guys, dude. <laughs> Homeboy will, like, completely, like, hack into their system and just watch, like, their entire group of people just, like, vibe in. Because I, I watched a little documentary about these, like, Indian, like, scam groups, essentially. Like, these companies, or, like, companies make a fuck ton of money. So, like, there'll be a couple, like, higher-end guys that, like, found the company, and they'll, like, they'll hire some people to kind of operate the scam so the operator scams they get a percentage obviously of whatever they scam out of the person but they're obviously the rest of it goes to the person that's a higher up so when like the police come or the police like start kind of like finding these businesses because it's illegal in india too like even though it happens so often it's still illegal there so the people that work at the bottom are essentially just kind of scapegoats and they're just like tossed away to the hidden upper lords or not the upper lords but the upper criminal masterminds so, even though, like, the guy, like, he finds information on these, like, scammers, like, you don't really get the guy behind it, essentially. Or the guys behind the guys, But I feel like a lot of it is cold calling, no? Like, they probably get on their phone and they and just, dial, like, random numbers. Yeah. Like, 253-000-0000. And it's like, 253 Hello, sir. It seems like someone has took taken acts or have... 
Bro, you good? <laughs> it feels Bro, like someone shot has. It feels like someone has obtained access to your social security number. Mm-hmm. We need five thousand dollars. And those scams go. <laughs> Do you like, guys take debit? <laughs> and those scams go even further because they'll like get people to like withdraw cash from their accounts and then like put it in the pages of a book or put it in some other shit. And then, like, overnight next day, like, FedEx pay to have it shipped to somewhere. And they'll they'll say it's for the IRS, right? Or, yeah. Because they're doing them a special favor. We need to keep it under the table. Yeah, they're like, if you want it done now, you got to get the money to us ASAP. If you want this solved immediately. And they'll, like, scare you. They'll put pressure on you. No, when I was job hunting a few years back, I had this issue where... So, what, I, what had happened was... What there happened? was... What, ha- what had happened was... <laughs> So, fuck. How did the scam work? So, I was supposed to be, like, I think, like, a, some guy's secretary. And he was going to pay me, like, $1,000 mm-hmm. a week. And then he was going to give me money to go buy some shit or something like that. And then I had to ship it to some other address. Okay. Or he was going to give me, like, some information to go buy some shit. No, no, no. So he would give me like a certain amount of money to go buy something plus like whatever would be included in my paycheck. And then I would ship it to someone. But like it like was so little work that it seemed like too good to be true. Mm -hmm. So I did more research into it. And I think that the scam was it's like illegally obtained money. So when I. Oh, fuck. No, no. So I get a check. Yeah. And I go cash the check. And the check is supposed to include what's supposed to be getting like coming in for me and then plus whatever i'm supposed to buy and then i use them it also supposed to include money for me to ship it out yeah but what it is the check is like bad oh so So, like after a few days the check will bounce Mm -hmm. and i just spent money on buying something for somebody and then there's like another person who's like in like like a step before that who's just in charge of like making those like those, bad checks those, those bad checks and just ship but they don't know they're bad checks oh, they okay. just they just have the they they receive like the paperwork and they're just supposed to put it in uh the like the what you call it, the um, envelopes mm-hmm. and then just mail it out to a bunch of different people okay and so all these people think that they have like this awesome job yeah and, and then all... they all get fucked mm-hmm. and then what they get whatever fucking item that you you gave them and they sell it yeah but yeah you're, <laughs> then you're out the money of it so yeah it's pretty smart but i mean for those scams kind of what i was telling you about like the next day shipping like they'll ship it to like airbnb houses and then kind of like you know how well not kind of like you well these people like their mules essentially like they'll get a cut of whatever like you know how like they'll they'll get some granny to put twenty thousand bucks in a book and then send that book to some airbnb house and then these people will come up and like essentially like package thieves like they'll just take the package off but i mean they're not stealing it from anyone because the package is being sent to them essentially Mm -hmm. so they'll grab the package off the porch for the airbnb house and just dip they'll take like a grand out of the 20 grand and sell the 19 grand off to the next person and the next person's like he gets the 19 grand and then he takes a grand out and sends it to like the top guy or the top guys or whatever yeah so scammers out here be scamming hard bro yeah <laughs> and then you also see all these like fake websites as well too selling products for like 49.98 or 38.97 and like you'll go to the website and literally everything is the same price I'd be like garden hose thirty eight ninety eight iPhone ten thirty eight ninety eight six pieces of paper thirty eight ninety eight 
I'm like, nah. S- some people got to be falling for these scams. Like, they just find, they're like, oh, iPhone for this much? Oh, hell yeah. And they just might as well, like, see, it's probably a scam, but I'm going to find out. And then they find out. And that it was a scam. <laughs> <laughs> That's the big mystery, that it was a scam after all. Uh-huh. They, I think they, they're just getting more and more creative with scamming technology. I mean, I feel like scamming is one of those things that's existed forever. So well, with I, new technology, there's just going to be new ways to do it, too. Well, yeah. But what yeah. I'm saying is, like, they're evolving. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you know who Charlie Kirk is? Uh, sounds kind of familiar. So honestly. have you heard of Turning Point USA? It's like mm-hmm. a right-wing, like... Wait, does he is he the guy with the really close eyes? He's the guy with a small face. They make yeah, yeah. I think I, I know the face. memes of him having like a tiny face. That's all I <laughs> That's know. Charlie Kirk. <laughs> Anyways, he's like uh, he's like Tucker Carlson that it's like always like inciting people. Okay. And he was he offered uh, buses for people that were trying to go to the insurrection. Oh yeah, the January sixth. And it is. so this happened at like one of the like speeches that he had. Mm-hmm. Where um well just just listen to what this guy says right because they're doing a Q and A and listen listen to this absolute like insanity. Fascism. This is tyranny. When do we get to use the guns? No, and I'm and, I, and I'm not. That's not a joke. I'm not saying it like that. I mean literally. Where's the line? How many elections are they going to steal before we kill these people? So no, I I, I no hold on. I, I'm no stop. Listen to him backtracking. Mm-hmm. He like starts backtracking that like, uh, he says something about like you're playing into their game and mm-hmm. uh, fuck. L- hold on, let me see if I if I can find the whole thing. Damn. Say some shit while I find the video. Say some shit. I mean, I've been watching some Squid Games recently. Squid Games kind of it's kind of based, bruh. The, the base poggers. You the little like marble game is where I'm at right now, homie. You know what? Fuck that squid game. Whack. I'm changing my mind. Squid game's fucking garbage. Okay, it's just a bunch of people killing each other and dying for money. How is that believable? In what world would people murder each other for money? Okay, I don't believe it. This is just <laughs> oh, some Hollywood. It's not like, it's not like that happens in our Korean bullshit. <laughs> that's bro. not like that happens every single day, dude. Nah, I don't believe it. It's I'm gonna just go to my Chipotle. I'm gonna get my eight dollar burrito. I'm just gonna live my life the way it is. Uh, where is it, dude? I can't find. Bro, who are all these people with fucking blue check marks, bro? Where is it? Wait, is wait, go up a little bit. Does it say racism hour? Like scroll like the, the background for what Charlie Clark is like speaking at. Oh, it says turning point USA or something. Oh. Oh, you mean like where he's standing? Yeah. Let's see. It's not it, like it looks oh, it, it does look <laughs> it, it does like, look racism. like racism hour, dude. You're right. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's time, it's time for racism hour, baby. Yeah, because if you go, go down a little bit, it shows like him standing in front. Yeah, it just racism you just see the ism hour, hour. bro. I mean, it kind of is. Fuck, <laughs> oh, dude. But yeah, he was basically like backtracking. 
Mm-hmm. You know, because they have their, their, they have their, like, little monologue that they like to go off. Yeah. And, and he was, like, backtracking, trying to find the right combination of words. <laughs> it's just like, I, 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 well, you can't do that because then you're falling into their trap and then you're going to give them all the weapons that they need to take our guns. Mm-hmm. But something that, like, I never understood is, like, I don't know if, like, conservatives realize that, like, liberals... Have like guns. Democrats, they also have guns. Yeah, a lot of people. There's a like lot of guns. groups like liberals with guns. Yeah, I don't know. And then I feel like guns are something that are so. I don't see. I don't really think guns are really going anywhere in America, bro. It's so yeah. tied into American I either mean, liberal or conservative dude, culture. It's because like people like a lot of like, people directly tie a gun like, to like their culture, their manhood. Uh yeah. Like I I feel like that's the thing that people like attack like to them the a gun ha- having their gun is the same like if you take away their gun is like you take away their their pp bro. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of whack, bro. Imagine that. Imagine you need a 700 piece of metal <laughs> to p- feel like a man. Bro, the thing is like I'm not going to lie. So I first of all, when people guns? say that it's hard to buy guns, that's bullshit. No, I don't think That so. is fucking bullshit. It's hard to register a gun. It is not hard to buy a gun. Mm. And let me explain why. In Washington, I don't know how strict the gun laws are in Washington. I mean, it's a pretty liberal state, so I'd assume that they're relatively strict. Mm-hmm. I'm not a gun Pers- person. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like Washington's only a blue state because of, like, Seattle and, like, Olympia and, like, like this. Like, but the that's corridor. literally Portland, dude. Yeah. Portland is the only liberal part of Oregon. Everything else in yeah. Oregon is super racist. Yeah, I feel like the rest of Washington is like a red state other than like It this. just so happens that the majority of people live in those few spots. Yeah. But uh back to what I was saying, like I was I went to a pawn shop because I was looking for some like uh audio stuff mm-hmm. and I saw that they were selling guns. And I I saw one that was like kinda cheap and it looked kinda fire. I'm like Ooh, <laughs> should I cop? I got the money. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I do need something for defense, you know, to protect myself. And it looks mm-hmm. kind of fire. And I like talked myself out of it. You know what they they needed from me to buy that gun? What? Two pieces of idea. Oh, that's, that's it? it. That's it. Damn. Okay. And it- I did more research online because I was still kind of <laughs> interested. <laughs> You're like, it's probably still back there, bro. I mean, to be fair, like, the only reason I went against it is because I just don't... Until I move on out on my own. Yeah. I don't want to... Because people be tripping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you don't want to just have a gun laying around in your bedroom with, like, your parents and, like, your siblings. So you might accidentally <laughs> click-clack something. But um, but I did research onto... Because I was like, yo, that sounds, like, too easy. Mm-hmm. So I went onto the website, and then lo and behold, that's all he asked for. Oh shit! Okay. Now registering it is a different thing, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter if you register; you can kill someone. In the oh yeah, with well, an unregistered gun. <laughs> yeah, that, you can't shoot that bullet. That gun doesn't register to you. It's not like you're gonna press the trigger and the gun's gonna be like, uh, uh, uh. No, I'm not registered yet. Uh, uh. And also, I, it's kind of surprising how cheap guns are, bro. Because I went to, like, a gun store with one of my friends. Like, he's, like, formula military, and he wants you to pick up, like, a new pistol or some shit. And I'm like, you can buy a pistol for, like, under 200 It's It's wild. Like, you can get a gun for PS3 money. 
<laughs> you could take a life <laughs> for PS3 money, dude. Yeah, bro, a life costs less than a PS3 right now. And I'm like, shit, bro. Is it like one of those things where the guns are cheap and they get you in the bullets? Like, is are bullets like seventy three dollars per bullet or some shit? It's seventy three dollars per gram. Yeah. Homeboy, you go to the gun store. Homeboy brings out like a drug scale, and he's like cutting bullets. <laughs> People like, be lining up at the gun store with gold <laughs> bars. Bro, I'm gonna need eight grams of the good good, and we need nine grams of that seven six four, bro. It's gonna be eight bars of gold. <laughs> yeah. He pulls out like his like old like uh, woven bag with like a dollar sign, <laughs> throws it on the fucking counter, and gets out the eight gold bars. Bro, I never understood. Like in banks back in the day, did they like paint the money signs on the bags or like? It doesn't make... Why don't you just use regular bags? Do they have special money bags that they need to put the money sign on? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't alive back then. Bro, I, I'm going to need you to find out, bro. I can't go back in time. You got this. <laughs> I can't let this go. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, I feel like it's fairly obvious. Like, if you're transporting some shit and you're like, oh, this is a train car full of some shit in bags. Oh, this is a train car full of some shit in bags. Oh, these bags got money signs. Okay, here we go. <laughs> it's like you're marking it to be stolen by someone. For real. Uh, but talking about the U.S. and government and, and, and guns. Bro, you want to get some guns? No. Where you want? Not now. Um, it's so you've heard of the Big Bang Theory, right? Yes. Is this Big Bang Theory I'm pretty theory sure too? that the Big Bang Theory at this point is over. I mean, However, they got Young Sheldon, don't they? I mean, that's different. Mm -hmm. And from what I know, Young Sheldon, Sheldon is actually kind of pog. Mm. But uh, the creator of the Big Bang Theory made a new show called okay. the United States of Al, which is so, so racist. I'm sure it's not AI, bro. No, it's Al. Okay. So, the synopsis for it reads, a marine combat veteran struggling to readjust to civilian life in Ohio finds friendship in Al, the interpreter who served with his unit in Afghanistan and has just arrived to start a new life in America. Mm. So, first of all, one of the issues that people have the most is that the Afghanistan, like, character is played by a South African. Okay. So. And I think, I think he has an accent in the show. Oh, like he does. So he a, has like he has a. There's a South African like having like a Middle Eastern accent. That's. That, I mean. I mean, and then okay, so there's like subtle undertones of racism, mm -hmm. but just take the dad of the main character, which is. Well, I I I guess you could say Al is the main character because it kind of has his name. Yeah. But he's kind of got Bazinga vibes. Oh. He's, he's like he's, the show's. Oh, uh, he's the mascot kind of. He's the Sheldon of yeah. the group. And then, so, the Marine guy, uh, Riley, you could tell he's a big uh, conservative guy. He, like, he has a big truck mm. kind of oh, guy, yeah. like those kind of guys. Got but his dad is, like, one of, like, he's kind of like Country one of those music. old racists. Oh. Like, from the... <laughs> yeah, the like old, the, 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 the collectible racists. <laughs> the vintage? <laughs> yeah. Holographic. He's <laughs> sealed in a box? Yeah, bro. <laughs> The ultra rare race, but uh, uh. like, cause so they make Al very stere uh, stereotypical. Okay, like, mm -hmm. I think he tells at one point a girl that she can't like 
that she shouldn't be wearing a short shorts or whatever. Because mm. you know how they're always covered up or whatever? Yeah. And then I think, I don't remember how the, the scene exactly play, played out. I couldn't find the scene that I wanted to talk to talk about, and I didn't want to sit through two seasons because the show seems kind of bad. I mean, if you look at the ratings, it has 31 on Rotten Tomatoes. But it has a 6.2 on IMDb, which isn't that bad. But you have to... Okay, this is... A, this It's like uh, they say, okay, this is a dumb show for dumb people. Oh, <laughs> and IMDb is a dumb website for dumb people, I'm guessing. It's, it's a website for dumb people, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, who uh, kind of to be honest, who is the demographic of people that review shit on IMDb? Because I've never met someone that's ever written a review for IMDb. They're embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's like they're hooked on it, but they they can't, they can't let go. But they don't want to admit it. Yeah, it's like also the same people that like write the fun facts on IMDb for like the trivia facts on IMDb are awful. Every single movie's trivia facts is absolute garbage. Like, it's like, oh, uh, in the movie Rush, but with this actor, the actor smoked three cigarettes. <laughs> Trivia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or in the movie United States of Al, the main character Al is played by a South African. Well, it's it's not a movie. <laughs> yeah, but, it but was, that, so it, I guarantee that's a trivia Essentially, like, I think what he said something down the lines of, like, women should be in the kitchen or whatever, should be mm. at home. And then the dad, the old vintage collectible was racist, like, hey, like, yo. I like this guy. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, immigrants and deep racists have a lot more common <laughs> than you thought. <laughs> They're both really sexist. Yeah. <laughs> if they could just get over the racism. I know, then they'd be just super... <laughs> Imagine... <laughs> If racists put their things aside to just challenge sexism, it's like, I'm going to stop being racist, and I'm going to focus all my energy on sexism. It's like that meme yeah. of that, one, that white guy and the black guy holding hands. Oh, yeah. Middle, <laughs> Middle Eastern people. And, and racist race white dudes. And then the middle of the sexist way. <laughs> I guess there's a reason why we can't have peace in the race war, bro. There's too much damage that's gonna come after. Dude, racism oh. was actually it was devised by women because they fear Middle Eastern. They fear what happens when the two powers come together. It's too, pow- <laughs> it's too powerful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bro, are we going to get canceled? <laughs> I think this is it for anything else. <laughs> Bro, I gotta, I gotta stop, Bro, my, my <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, United States of Al. 
<laughs> fucking 10 out of 10 show. <laughs> Uniting men against women. <laughs> it's, uh, it's what God would have wanted. <laughs> oh, that's too much. Oh, bro, wait. Is there is there a third season of United States uh, coming out? Because I think we wrote it, bro. I think, I think we theory crafted it. Yo, CPS hit us up. <laughs> we got great ideas for your show, yeah, bro. <laughs> bro. You know how much you're paying those writers? You just got to pay us like a third of that, and we're happy, bro. We got you. <laughs> Bro, 31 on Rotten Tomatoes, we can beat that. <laughs> we can get you like a solid bro, 32. I, I get D's all day, bro. 60%, no problem. God damn, dude. Uh, damn. Oh, wait, what was that? Was that some, some more drama, some more women that need to be oppressed? Yeah. <laughs> Women have too much power. <laughs> we need to unite the. R- <laughs> we need to unite Middle Eastern people and racist white people. <laughs> this is getting out of control. The unlimited cheap oil and big trucks. It's it's a perfect combination. It is. <laughs> you got your oil sheiks and the big trucks, dude. Easy peasy, bro. <laughs> This is how you know the government is run by women, dude. They're, they're actively working to sabotage these two minor, minor, these two weak individual groups. Oh, oh look at this! It's another woman showing her power. <laughs> another woman taking control. <laughs> But thank God these it's men a, it's have come and exposed them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to have to thank you, Mr. Kirian Press Reynolds. Okay. Oh, okay. So, I got <coughs> Oh, should I just cop right into the mic? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sweating. I'm actually... <laughs> So, we, we've talked about the East family a, yes. a few times on the podcast. Uh-huh. It, it always seems that they're, uh, <laughs> they're always uh, sending up a new devious lick. Yes. <laughs> just another uh, scam or another... So, this is actually from a few months ago, from July is when it first came out. But I didn't find about it until, like, earlier this... Or last week, really. Mm. So, I don't know exactly how this coincides with like the fight okay but austin mcbroom's wife Catherine, she attempted a okay she opened she started like her own like uh makeup line kind of thing yeah with like this company when it launched oh tbl cosmetics is what they're called she uh the product was called 1212 gateway right mm-hmm. they started selling really well i think like she made like within a couple of months she made like millions of dollars damn <clears throat> and she was like you know what why am i letting them get a piece of this cake 
when I could just get it all for myself. Uh, so she went and she changed all the company passwords <laughs> and all the login information. <laughs> Yo, okay. <laughs> She's just tried staging a coup, bro. And That's the <laughs> laziest coup I've ever heard of, bro. You're not even getting anyone on your side. You're not overthrowing anyone. You're just, You're just changing the, the locks to the place, bro. <laughs> bro, if it's like Trump didn't want to leave the White House and he just hired like a $5 locksmith to change the front door's locks, you're not getting it. <laughs> Only I have the key. <laughs> Uh, so (laughs) let me guess what happened they got the passwords back within a couple days well okay um i don't remember the specifics i think the obviously the deal broke down yeah and they're suing (laughs) which is like of course like what kind of brilliant idea was that so they got this lawsuit, and then they got the lawsuit. This might be why they needed the fight money, bro. And then now that the, uh, now that the fight fucked Now up, that the fight was also a scam. <laughs> they're down bad. On both sides. They're, ba- oh. they're down horrendous, dude. Yeah. But what's up with people being like, I got millies, bro, but I want it all. It's like you you're already making a bank. Why why? Why? Why That's risk what people it? are saying. So from what it says is the the complaint placed uh well they demand a jury trial and compensation for damages. Mm, okay. They accuse McRoom of eight <laughs> charges including breach of contract and cyber squatting. <laughs> yeah, right. Cyber squatting, bro. My avatar won't leave here. This is my. Sp- <laughs> I'm gonna change the locks. You can't get in now. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, bro! Wait, damn! Ace Family has almost 20 million subscribers. That's kind of yeah. It's 20, 20 million suckers to scam. <laughs> but do you want to pretend to be in a family sort of family channel, bro? <laughs> That's a and hard this, pass. This, do you want to make start a makeup line, bro? <clears throat> it says, uh, Catherine's attorney denied that TBL sustained any injury, damage, or harm as a result of Catherine's actions that, that TBL gave her consent for all acts occur and occurrences alleged in the complaint, which TBL denied in the subscription. Yeah, you can change the locks. <laughs> yeah, bro, lock us out. <laughs> yeah, it was in the contract. They said I could, uh, I could do a coup. Uh Oops. Wait, is there any new information since July about what happened? Oh, you have the keyboard. It's somewhere back here, bro. Just don't fucking lock it again, because then... It's it's because all these buttons all do some dumb shit. Like, this one button right here literally turns off the computer. It's not (laughs) like you hold the button to turn off the computer. If you just graze it, it just fucking turns the computer off. Uh, Wait, I don't have the mouse. You got the mouse? We're going to have to fucking tag team this shit. Let's see. Ace family. What was that thing? TBL? TBL. There's some new shit. October. Okay, October 2021. There's some new shit. I'm going to need you to click on that. Oh, foreclosure, bro. Oh, yeah. Their house, their house got foreclosed. 
Wait, are they the ones that like bought their house one hundred percent on like loan, like debt essentially? Like they took like a high interest short term loan on their house. They might have been, but so they became popular because you know how people become popular off of reliability. Uh, and then at some yeah. point it became like them flexing on their subscribers, mm-hmm. and then they already had a big house as it was, and then they made a video about them showing the new house that they were building and they were moving into it. And they're complaining because they didn't want to move in because I guess the grass wasn't put in or some stupid shit like that. Fuck. <laughs> like, do you believe that they're not done with this yet? And people were like, dislike, dislike. Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously, dude, like, I don't know. Oh, shit. They're about to get evicted. They were already evicted. They're going downhill, dude. It's like a $10.1 million mansion in Los Angeles. They were still paying it off, I think. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. I think, I don't know, bro. It's, it seems like one kind of bad choice after another. Like 2016... When they made, they decided to make the Ace Family. That was like a Dude, fire they, choice. I think it was around the same time. Oh, the the fight. Well, and his the fight was on June, and her attempted coup was on In July. July. She's like, "Yo, I need more money to pay off my my oh, husband's yeah, my husband. debt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change all the passwords." Uh, his umbrella company is also getting fucked. They lost their mansion. <clears throat> were they getting divorced or some shit or am i thinking of a different I mean, family they might as well <laughs> oh yeah it's but like it's like it's like fucked up the way that they use their kids for the there's videos of them like well should we hold it i think if we hold it it'll be better for the views kind of mm. thing like they don't see anything their kids as oh uh, yeah other than that's just... like the image that's like portrayed to some of like the little slip-ups that they've had mm-hmm. <clears throat> that they and their kids, like, one of their, I think their kids have not, they don't know life outside of. Oh, like YouTube and things like that. Yeah, like, they're, every single moment of their lives is under scrutiny, you know. Because it's like the, like, Hollywood <laughs> kids, like, essentially, but 24-7. Because I, I watch another podcast called, uh, or I listen to a podcast called, uh, fuck, Bad Friends. It's a Bobby Lee and, uh, I forgot, Andrew something. I forgot his fucking last name. But he's talking about how he sometimes works with, like, child actors and, like, a child actor will like will like talk to like their parents will be on set obviously since you can't just have a kid just away from their parents nowadays. Maybe back in the seventies you could just kidnap kids for like Hollywood movies, but well, not anymore. You know, there was that whole ramping issue up until the late twenty tens where like, kids were literally getting... like the Nickelodeon kids that were literally getting great. Uh, yeah, they were Oof. letting they were getting R word. Mm-hmm. So now, like, the parents are on set. But you would think that the parents would be, like, there in the best entrance of their kid. But you, they're, they're there <laughs> for the they're, bag. They're, they're there for their best entrance. Yeah. So, like, he was talking about how, like, one kid, like, they were, they were shooting us, like, a scene in, like, a pool. And the kid had been in the pool for, like, two and a half hours. So the kid's like, Mommy, Mommy, I'm cold. And the pee. mom's like, the director says you got to be in here. You got to be in here. Don't get out of the pool yet, son. He's got to stay in. But that's like your life twenty four seven with your your parents being the director and like the stage actor director and all that other bullshit. It's 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 too much, man. It's just living your life. Not to mention that you have some adults that try to. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oof. 
I mean, <laughs> wait, what was that one YouTube family where they like abused the kids? Kind oh, of. Oh, uh, Family of Five or something. like Yeah. That? So. Yeah. Uh, this is like I feel like it's a couple steps removed. Like obviously, like the kids are. In, pro- I don't think the kids are getting beaten or anything like mm. that. I mean, one of the kids was taken away from them. I think. Oh, the Ace Family kids. No, no, the family. Oh of yeah, five. the Family of Five. Yeah, those ones. Yeah, I mean, there's video oh. evidence of the kids. I mean, maybe not <laughs> yeah. physically, but, but like, there's emotion- gotta be some sort of emotional abuse going on. Yeah, I don't. I can't say how healthy a relationship. Like, like I've this always told be. Heidi, like, even even okay, let's say this whole YouTube thing doesn't pan out. Mm-hmm. And I'll figure I'll figure some other way to do everything that I want to do, but even then, I'm like. I don't really think our kids should have any social media. Oh, yeah. Like, while they're a baby, mm-hmm. you know? If anything, like, if it's private. If. Yeah. But I'd much rather have, like, an email mm-hmm. where I just, like, send pictures of them. And then when they're all grown up, like, like I can go back and look at them with the kids. him or yeah. her or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> the it, bro. <laughs> this <laughs> thing. Yeah. But I, mean, it, I feel like because oh. I don't want I don't want my kids' images out there, knowing the kind of people that are out there, mm-hmm. the kind of people that are online. Yeah. So. Because even if they're fully clothed, I know there's still, still some like them. creep. Yeah, there's still some like straight creeps out there. Like you've <laughs> seen what is it the. Like, you remember back in the day, like, the... Not back in... It's not that long ago, but the whole YouTube rabbit hole of, like, child predators and, like, kind of, like, perverts. It's essentially just perverts watching videos of kids doing kid stuff. So, like, like uh, YouTube is for anyone. So anybody with a camera can, like, upload a video. So, it would be, like, perverts specifically looking for videos, like, made by kids. Just them, like, having fun, but obviously... It's a video recording of a kid potentially doing some weird shit. So that's why you, whenever you have kids in the videos, you have to market on YouTube. Yeah, I you and you haven't had to upload it, but I think there's an option that says if there's a kid on on the video and then it uh. it like put like filters it weird. Okay. And then there's another one that says, "Is this made for kids? Is this content?" Oh made yeah, for d- kids? specifically. Because if kids. it is, then they disable all comments. Yeah, and they also dis- you can't also put it in playlists anymore if it's for like kids, like kids con or not playlists. There's something you couldn't do. You can't save videos that are meant specifically for kids. Like I, I watched like the uh, Baby Shark thing, and it wouldn't let me like favorite it or something. Baby mm-hmm. Shark, dude, I think that song. Ha- no, is it Coco Melon or is it Baby Shark? One of those two has like the is the most viewed video. I think Baby Shark has. A fucking stupid number of videos, like views. Bro, that song, it's because it goes hard, dude. No, it's because dumbass kids (laughs) listen to it 35 times a day every day. (laughs) Dude, being a a father is so difficult. (laughs) You just got to put up with their music. I think I was looking at a, uh, it's like a TikTok and it's like, me me sitting down to change, uh, me sneaking uh, away while my kids distracted to change Coco Melon, so I could watch TV for a second, <laughs> and it's like the baby, a uh, baby just crawl, crawls over. Bitch, what you think you're doing? <laughs> Man, YouTube kids though, just imagine just being able to give your kid a, a little tablet and then being entertained for like 16 hours. Like you can just like fuck off for the rest of the day. Like you could wake Yo, up, throw that tablet in front no, of your kid, and dinner is in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't know what a microwave is, just find it out on YouTube, bro. <laughs> he, you, he knows. Except <laughs> <laughs> the entire world on there, bro. He doesn't need us. We'll be back in two weeks. <laughs>
<laughs> Figure this shit out on your own. Yo, there's pizza money on the <laughs> counter. Oh, uh, As a kid, I was always wished, like, my parents would, like, sometimes go out, but they'd never leave pizza money, bro. They'd be like, there's some, we cooked some food, like, two days ago. Just heat up some leftovers, bitch. Dude, that's the good thing about working, though. Oh, yeah. You just They're have like, your own money. Yo, I kind of want some pizza. Let me go on Uber Eats. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just kind of expensive, though. Delivery nowadays. You can always go pick it up. Yeah. But then you got to go out. You got to step outside. <laughs> and my social anxiety starts to kick in. Yeah, I'd rather just starve to death. <laughs> I'd rather just eat the grass in my backyard that grows slowly. <laughs> Bro, it's always so weird to me how, like... Because, you know, it's, it's usually, usually most of the time people that are complaining about their taxi drivers are people that are, like, like extroverts. Mm. Like, I like talking to people except when it's some lowly taxi driver. How dare you talk to me, don't oh. you see? I'm trying to chill. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I am one of those people that just doesn't like to talk in, like, a taxi... Oh, that reminds me. Okay, I started... You know how I started that new job at Amazon and how I just told you my car kind of broke down recently? Yeah. So when I had just started, like, my car didn't work. So I took an Uber to work that day. That was the worst decision of my life. It was... It was a 30-minute ride of this lady just telling me all the people that just died in her life in the last, like, year. <laughs> it God, was... That's so bad. So we, we we had a normal conversation for maybe, like, the first five minutes. And then, like, one of those, like, hearses drove by on the road. And then she was like, <clears throat> oh, yeah, like, my uncle, you know, he died, like, three weeks ago. And was it, like, it was, all COVID? Uh, a couple of them were COVID. Oh, I don't know, actually. She didn't say what killed them, <laughs> but she just kept talking about dying. different people that got clacked, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, she, imagine the thing is, like, she she's not, like, saying it, like, in a sad tone. She's, oh, like, yeah. boasting. <laughs> <laughs> bro, maybe. Bro, bro, my uncle, he got fucked up, dude. And my niece. And then my niece's niece. <laughs> Dude, that bitch got it bad. She lost her head. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you want to see? <laughs> it's in the back. What's that smell? Oh, the head. Duh. Bro, that's Jeffrey, bro. <laughs> it's on Jeffrey. Jeffrey, her niece. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was. I was like. Was, I think a, she said a couple of them had passed from COVID, but then she also kept talking about different people that passed. So I was like, did they all die from COVID? Like, is she a family of anti-vaxxers or is it just a really rough year for her? It's just like all like very like one in a million type situations. Yeah. Like one of them died because he went. He, he yeah, went, he went skydiving, but some dumbass was shooting his gun in the air at the same time. So he flew right into the boat. just some flukes. And so, yeah. Or the other guy, he was on a boat and he got lit on fire. He was burnt to death in the middle of the ocean. What are like, the odds? Or my uncle, you know, he was at a hot dog eating contest. He was about to break a record. 49 hot dogs. Then later that night, a bus <laughs> drove into his house and killed him. Yeah. <laughs> Just like all very like oh, yeah. specific situations that you're like. Oh, yeah. And then my homie, Tony, bro, he was just about to overdose on heroin. When a brick fell out of the sky and killed him, bro. What are the odds of that? You, We never saw his death coming. Uh, or it's like, you know, it was really sad with my cousin. He caught COVID. Yeah. 
Yeah. It was all because of that. Because later that night, his house exploded. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Just uh, like things that are not nice. <laughs> I always told my aunt never to wash her shoes in the rain. <laughs> but one day, a ladder fell on her and killed her. So that we knew... <laughs> Or like uh, uh, you know, like I, superstitious I always, people. Bro. I, I always told my my aunt that yeah. going on the bus would get her murdered. Cause the other day she took the day she passed, she took the bus, and when she got home, she slipped and fell on a knife. <laughs> <laughs> she never listened. <laughs> it's just very <laughs> the connection. <you're> like <laughs> it's like it's uh-huh. like that meme of the kid with a calculator. Right. Where it doesn't add up. <laughs> It's also like when parents like tell kids like shit that does not make sense. It's like if you brush your, if you don't brush your teeth tonight, the chupacabra will eat your three toes. <laughs> Good night. The kids yeah. all like, <laughs> oh shit, I gotta go to the bathroom, bro. <laughs> and then another one was, it's like a Japanese one. It's like if you clip your fingernails at night, your mom will get murdered or some shit. Or if you so, step on a, if you step on a crack, you'll oh, yeah, make your mom's back. <laughs> bro, I'm out. Right on the <laughs> Oh, fuck, man. I can't believe that bitch told me to do the chores. You know what? <laughs> and you just watch her. Just ah! <laughs> oh, yeah, but like in the Chucky movie with the voodoo doll. <laughs> no, okay. Uh-huh. So, I know I'm not the only one. I don't know if you've ever done this. Mm-hmm. But in my youth, when I was like fucking 10, when I'd have an argument with my dad, he'd like yell at me because mm-hmm. I didn't want to do my chores. Like mm-hmm. in secret, be like, oh my god, you fucking bitch, I hope you fucking die! <laughs> oh, no, I never, did, never that. did that. <laughs> I remember once I did get mad at my dad, so I was like, I'm gonna fucking run away. I was like eight years old. Bruh, so I, I packed my bags! <laughs> yeah, I packed my shit, I walked outside, and I was like, bro, I put a toy on top! Why kids? Do, why do kids do that? They put a toy on top. No. I did like straight up hobo style, like a stick with like a bandana and some shit. I was like, why do the hobos put shit in a bandana? You can carry like three things. So I still, I got my favorite stick. I got my favorite bandana, a couple of toys, a couple of clothes, and I'm like tied it to the end of the stick and walked out my house. No, it's like and that then, one. I think it's like uh, a TikTok of a kid. He's running away, and he has like a Minecraft pickup. <laughs> he's about to build him shelter. Well, bro, I ran away for like two hours, and I came back because I was like, "Where the fuck am I gonna go?" Because <laughs> I realized I, there's nowhere for me to live, bro. There's no air conditioning. It was the middle of a Florida summer. I was cooking outside. <laughs> You're like, I'm hungry. <laughs> No, I can't. I can't. I, I'll just turn around and walk the five minutes back home. <laughs> but that is, that is all the topics we had to talk about today. <laughs> Wait, we got Which no. takes us to you guys' favorite segment. Uh, today in Florida, <laughs> today bro. Today in Florida. Uh, we got a good one this week. This is, this is a nice little... Uh, it's, I mean, Halloween's already passed, but it's a nice little Halloween-inspired one. A Florida man gets pulled over for driving his footmobile, <laughs> and it, he did. I think he got pulled over for speeding, but he was being such a dickhead to the cop that he got arrested, <laughs> and they impounded his footmobile, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
So he was driving through a neighborhood dressed up in the full, like, gear. He was um, caveman mobile. He had a smart car. He put the little, like, thing in the front. It just straight up spent so much time and just to be arrested before Thanksgiving. Or after Thanksgiving. Or Halloween. I don't know why I'm thinking Thanksgiving, bro. November 12th. Yeah, he got arrested on November 4th, too. Oof. God. Wait, wait, I think, scroll up a little bit, the news people make fun of him. Oh, I guess it went to the next news story. But it, um, for, imagine getting made fun of by, like, local news anchors, though. Oh, yeah. With their goofy ass. <laughs> They're wearing that, like, way too big suit. Uh. He saw him dressed like Fred Flintstone and driving a car looked like the Flintmobile. I mean, he spent a lot of time making this car look like that. And then he though. joked that Mr. Flintstone issued a citation for speed, got a little hot-headed, unruly. He got in? The <laughs> cop got in? <laughs> yeah. Yo, you're under arrest, but let me take a few pictures. <laughs> had to be a little more genuine. Had to have the feet through the floor to be the Flintmobile. I feel like I should be hearing the sound effects when, you know, <clears throat> takes off. Oh, man. That's Florida... It's it's no fucking a stop sign, but it's still it'd be hitting different and shit. That's a, a little. I think there was another story, but it was like some dude murdering his mom or some shit. So I was like, this this seems more appropriate for the podcast versus some dude murdering his mom on like sixty three grams of crack. So but that's every day in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that being said. uh that's it for this, uh, this today's podcast. Today's podcast. Uh, you guys may have noticed, but or you guys may notice, but the camera might look a little bit different. Hopefully, better. I bought a 4K camera. Uh, I'm still gonna be rendering everything in 1080, but this should allow me to zoom in on our faces. So, so there will be that. So. You get to see my beautiful, <clears throat> unruly chin hair, my knotted head hair. That is if you're a video watcher, bro. If you're one of the audio listeners, I'm just going to have to say, yeah, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, using the same shitty ass mics as always, baby. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's about it. I mean, our socials are down in the bottom. We don't really use them yet. Nah. Maybe eventually. I'm going to post a dick pic one night at like 3 a.m. and delete it at like 3.15 a.m. So make sure to follow me. (laughs) Um... Uh, I just uploaded a new cuts video. She went out are going through all the Chucky movies. Yeah. So it's, uh, if you want to watch me just absolutely just in love with the female main character of this movie, just feel free to watch. I'm pretty sure I'm like barely paying attention to Pablo and just staring at her the entire time. Keeps keeps killing the bits. Yeah, bro. Uh, but it's, it's a good time. Uh, my brother Eric's also in them. So go ahead and give those a check. Uh, other than that, uh, another YouTube video, uh, another commentary video coming out this week. Mm-hmm. We have the Discord down there. You guys can go ahead and follow us there. Leave us a like on this video. You know, subscribe, yeah. comment, hit the bell, all the good stuff. If you're on uh, any of the podcasts websites, go ahead and leave us a five star. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. Okay. And that's about it. I think, yeah. Uh, my name is Pablo, aka Subtly Artistic. I'm joined yeah. by my good friend Shuba, aka Not Shuba, aka this- Big Sexy, aka I'm about to open up a Robinhood account so I can lose all my money in the stock market. <laughs> this has been the Anything Goes podcast. Peace out. Peace. <laughs>